Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers effect is real. Last season, he threw for 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, 3,600 passing yards, almost 3,700 passing yards. This is a picture of his latest physique update. He's in training uh, right now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looks like he's ready to play. He looks focused physically. He looks fit. I am, you know, not shocked. Honestly, I don't have Aaron Rodgers winning a Super Bowl, but I do have him making a deep run in the playoffs. Uh, I'm looking at their schedule. Aaron Rodgers, we all know, is a bad man. Aaron Rodgers is the top two, if not top three quarterback every single year. Uh, (laughs) There's only a couple names you can throw ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Tom Brady's retired, so that's one. And then Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers, you know, is at least in the top two, if not top three, when it comes to quarterbacks. Uh, hey, what's up? Welcome back, CVMK family, to another episode of the CVMK Show. You know, it is your host, Cody Kelly, a.k.a. Mr. CVMK33 himself. Connect with me. Look, we're going to get into covering the Dwight Howard versus Nikola Jokic drama. Dwight says that in his prime, he was better than the Joker. So we're going to break it down stat by stat and actually evaluate if there's some truth to this matter. Because here... Here, or is it right here, right here, right here, <laughs> is where it goes down. Uh, but just a quick word from our sponsors. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CBMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. www.cbmkglobal.store. Best proteins, creatines, BCAAs. Get all your sports supplement needs at www.cbmkglobal.store. I want to play this video and get a reaction to it. So, uh... Let's go here. Is Dwight Howard better than Prime Nikola Jokic? Stay off the weed! Dwight Howard. I'm not accusing him of using weed, although it's legal in many states in this day and age. I'm simply using that metaphorically to make my point. Dwight Howard, stop. Stop, bro. And you're talking to a Dwight Howard fan. Mm -hmm. Dwight Howard, three-time defensive player Mm -hmm. of the year, was definitely five-time all-defensive team champion in 2020, two-time NBA blocks champion, Okay, five-time rebounding champion. No shade on on Dwight Howard in terms of how legitimate of a bona fide player 
and star that he was, okay? But that was defensively with blocking shots and rebounding. To say that you couldn't shine Jokic's shoes as an offensive player would be an insult to Jokic. It's worse than that. You weren't in his class. You had no post game, okay? You had a jump hook. You were very limited. You had no other moves, okay? You couldn't shoot the basketball. You rebounded. You dunked. You had a spin move. You got behind a deep. So that's a, a lot to unpack. I, I do agree that there are some uh, definite deficiencies uh, within Dwight's game. Uh, Dwight was probably more known for his defense versus his offense. Uh, Jokic can shoot the mid-range. He can shoot the long ball. He can shoot um, consistent three. He's a good free throw shooter. So offensively, they're two different players, right? Obviously, Joker isn't jumping out the gym, didn't have a 40-inch vertical, will never win a dunk contest. Uh, but to say that he's better, I think it's just different. When Dwight came into the league, you had a more physical game. Uh, you had to be a big, big man, not a three-point shooting big man. Uh, pick and pop was seen as a sign of weakness. It was pick and dunk. Uh, and I just think uh, Dwight designed his game and his style and his play for really that uh, error, right? Versus Joker, who has, uh, you know, is more built for this uh, type of error. So I, I want to get into it and I really want to break it down. And what I'm calling the Dwight verse Joker, right? And we're going to really look at their resumes because resumes matter right your impact matter we're gonna assess who was better in their prime so we look at dwight's resume uh eight time nba all-star two block champion or two times block uh regular season champion eight time all nba five time all defensive nba five time uh rebounding champ time for rebounding champ 2020 nba champ 2004 2005 rookie of the year and three-time defensive player of the year. His career stats, 16 points, 12 rebounds, one assist uh, with a PER of 21.3. Dwight should still be in the NBA. I think what happened, two things happened. First, White, Dwight was considered um, non compliant as far as not disrupting or not being at practice, but not taking the game seriously. I think unfairly so, a negative connotation was placed around his brand, right? I think people viewed him as kind of like this aloof, and he really wasn't. He was just somebody that really enjoyed the game and really took things at a lighthearted pace. Uh, and he came at a time where you had the the Kobe's of the world where everything was, you know, uh, win 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 now right and dwight was considered the lighter alternative so you have that going against him and then secondly the game evolved the game really went to a shooters league uh, a league comprised around three-point shooters around marksmen uh around you know three and d uh it became less athletic you know lo no longer was winning the dunk contest uh, an achievement. It was actually might have been a, a smear on your record versus an actual highlight. Uh, you know, so the, the game shifted from his style of play, from his physique, 
when he added the muscle, you know, it really came in a detriment. He had to lose the muscle, become more fluid out there. So you can't blame Dwight uh, for being a 1980s player, a 1990s player in the in this new millennia, right? That doesn't mean his game was deficient. I think if you put Dwight at his peak, at his prime in Orlando versus Nikola, Nikola doesn't score. I mean, Dwight was that impactful uh, defensively. But you also have to look at the resume. You led a team to the NBA Finals. They lost to the Lakers. You won a late with the Lakers. You won a championship in 2020 in the bubble with LeBron and AD. But it wasn't Dwight's team. And you can't say Dwight was a vehement force or a leader uh, or leading in, in that team uh, uh, chemistry and, and unit and ecosystem. So you kind of look at Dwight as this advanced role player, unfairly so, instead of someone who really uh, at a time was the face of the NBA, was a face, not the face, but a face of the NBA, somebody who really – uh, the organization built their identity uh, around. And I think because of injury of un- being unfairly labeled um, and just because the game shifted, you we didn't get the full package and the full experience of Dwight Howard. If you go back and you adjust the rules and you allow for more physical play, the real question is, you know, how much more impactful could Dwight be? Would Joker be as impactful? So we look at the Joker's resume, five-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA player, two-time MVP, 2020, 2023 Finals MVP, uh, 2023 NBA champ, 2015-2016 All-Rookie team, 2022-23 Western Conference Final MVP. Uh, Joker has numbers. I think he's averaged over 25 points his whole career. He is definitely a force. Uh, worth recognizing and with this force there's a lot to say here I mean Nicola is somebody and you can't overlook him you can't look down upon him Nicola can flat out hoop and he's doing it in an era where it's becoming at ease because the physicality isn't there he doesn't have to be worn down he's not going to get banged around every night he can literally play to the full extent of his game and he's that much more potent because he has all the uh, skills that allow for this level of fluidity and this level of impact. The The question is, does the NBA want to go back to a more aggressive style of play, a more athletic dominant style of play? Can you truly appreciate the stats if the stats aren't time tested, if they're placed in no situation uh, that would actually add credence to it? And if the NBA decided to go to a more aggressive style of play, uh, these numbers would have much more meaning. Right now, we're kind of, what I was saying, the baseball and the steroid era of the NBA. You know, things are a a bit more loose. They're not as uh, powerful. Uh, Players now can, you know, carry and travel and do side step backs and double step backs. And it's a much more open game, much more spreaded offense. So that, you know, it isn't solely upon the excessiveness of athleticism. It is truly built upon the need for skill, uh, for shooting and ball handling and dribbling. And to its aid, it has opened up the game. To its detriment, it has turned off some. But I think there was more to gain than there was to lose. And I understand from a business decision why those decisions were made. But in either case, Nicola can still hoop. 
the Joker is still the Joker. And I will say in his prime, even in the head-to-head matchup, clanging and banging, um, it would be interesting. It really would be. If you could take it back to 2001, and, uh, you know, and even though Dwight wasn't even in the league, uh, but, I mean, in Dwight's prime, Nikola versus Dwight, it would be a very, very interesting play. Um, Offensively, we're going to give the advantage to Nikola because he just has a lot in his bag. But defensively, Dwight Howard wins the battle every day and twice on Sunday. Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers effect is real. Last season, he threw for 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, 3,600 passing yards, almost 3,700 passing yards. This is a picture of his latest physique update. He's in training uh, right now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looks like he's ready to play. He looks focused physically. He looks fit. I am... You know, not shocked. Honestly, I don't have Aaron Rodgers winning a Super Bowl, but I do have him making a deep run in the playoffs. Uh, I'm looking at their schedule. Aaron Rodgers, we all know, is a bad man. Aaron Rodgers is the top two, if not top three quarterback every single year. Um, <laughs> it, you know, there's only a couple names you can throw ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Tom Brady's retired, so that's one. And then Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, will, you know, is at least in the top two, if not top three, when it comes to quarterbacks uh, in the league. Even over Joe Burrow, I would still pick Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers really is that guy. When you look at the schedule, and this is where it gets interesting. Uh, first game, I got it here. August the 3rd versus Cleveland Browns, the Sean Watson, 7 p.m. game. I'm taking the Jets. Second game versus the Panthers, I'm taking the Jets. Third game, it will be at, it will be a home game. At Jets versus Buccaneers, taking the Jets. Brady's retired. Fourth game, at the Giants, I'm taking the Jets. The fifth game is at the Bills. Oh, we're talking about Josh Allen. I'll take the Bills. So they could arguably be 4-1 and one by week five. Time we get to week six. Chargers taking the Jets. Raiders, seven, taking the Jets. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Week six would be, excuse me, Bills again. So they'll back-to-back. So they could be 4-2. and two. They could lose one at home or both would be at home. Uh, oh, so seven, uh, 11. So I'm sorry. Week four. 4-1 with the Jets. The next week, Cowboys, that's a toss-up. I'm going to take Dak Prescott on this, and I'm being lenient. Dak Prescott, week five, uh, fine. You know, let's say Dak Prescott wins, and now they're 4-2 and two, um, at week six. Week seven, Patriots win Jets. Uh, week uh, eight, the Chiefs, uh, I'm taking the Chiefs. So there's three losses, uh, five wins, right? Uh Broncos against Russell depends on how Russell performs. I'm gonna take the Jets. That's six, uh, six and three. Then the Eagles, that's a loss. Seven and four. Then the Jets. I mean the Giants, October 29th. So that's eight and four. Then against the Chargers, nine and four. Then against the Raiders, ten and four. Bills, it would be ten and five. Dolphins, uh, I'm gonna take them over. Kyle Murray. Let's go to eleven and six. Falcons. Uh, 12 and 6, Texans 13 and 6, Dolphins. I'm gonna give the Dolphins advantage because they'll be further in the season and they've already clinched the playoffs and they'll be home with the Dolphins, uh, 13 and 4. And then you know, the Commanders are winning and the Patriots. So, overall, I have them making the playoffs, they're gonna go deep into the playoffs. I just don't think 
Super Bowl right now. I, I just can't give them that. They need to get another pick, another person that's going to really push them over that horizon. Right now, all eyes are on Aaron, and Aaron's going to win. Aaron's going to do what Aaron does. But is he going to shatter? Is he going to win a Super Bowl? Is he going to bring one to the Jets post Joe Namath? You know, uh, not this year, maybe next year. But they are going for it, uh, and it will be an interesting season. Uh, but the Jets will make the playoffs, but Super Bowl, they will not. All right. We'll be back after a word from our sponsor. Hey, what's up? It's CVMK33. Look, I want you to subscribe, hit the notification bell, subscribe here, 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 everywhere, so you can get the latest and greatest of this podcast content. Stay tuned. All right, so look, Prime Dwight versus Nicola. Good barbershop talk. Dwight should still be in the NBA. Dwight Howard is a forgotten hero and a forgotten superstar. Dwight Howard made being big, big again, right? Nicola is just it's his time. I'm going to give the advantage to Nicola only because the rules are different. The game is different. The expectations are different. Nicola can shoot free throws. I mean, like, there's things that Dwight fundamentally was not good at. Uh, I mean, Nicola's really uh, weakness is he's not athletic. You could say, well, he just can't jump high. And he's not slow, but he's just not the fastest person you can't jump high. But really, outside of that, there's nothing you can say, like, that's a weakness. You know, I've never seen Dwight cross anybody up. His passing was not as great as Nicola's court vision, team reads. I mean, it's just... Nicola can hoop, so I'm going to give the advantage to Nicola. When it comes to Aaron Rodgers, great quarterbacks are great for a reason. As I drink this coffee. When you're great, you proved it. And yes, he only has one Super Bowl ring. But we all know Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. And when Aaron wants to play... There's very little you can do. I've seen Aaron destroy a whole football team on one leg, i.e. the Chicago Bears. Aaron Rodgers just needs motivation. When his head is in the game and he's locked in and he's fully motivated, it's hard to beat him. Now, I don't think he will dethrone Patty. I think it's Patrick Mahomes' time. But it's going to be a definitely, definitely interesting NFL season. We'll be back our final word i literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet with superpower pre-workout you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out it's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine but it also has citrulline and creatine it's insane how much energy and focus i had during my workouts if you're ready to take your workouts to the next level then dish your current pre-workout and get the superpower pre-workout to be your own hero 
www.cvmkglobal.store. Get your protein, your pre-workouts, Warrior Thirst, and Transform. Uh, and get the BCA Saucy and the Creatine Super Thick. Connect with me, YouTube, CVMK, Instagram, at CVMK33. It is what it is, underscore show. Look, I am super excited that the NFL is coming back. Now that the NBA season is gone and is done... We have some explaining to do. We have to wrap up the free agency. Is Damian Lillard really going to the Miami Heat? Is this a media stunt? It seems a bit marketable. But is it really good? Is it really good for the league? Is it good for entertainment? I don't think Damian owes the Portland Trailblazers anything. And I don't think the Portland Trailblazers owe Damian Lillard anything. I think the relationship has run its course. I think it's time for both parties to do what's best for them. An amicable split. They did not win anything together. Uh, no rookie of the year, no MVPs, no championship banner, no Western Conference championship banner. It's time to move on. It's time to rebuild. With the draft pick of Scoot Henderson, they found their player to rebuild around. And sometimes it's just time to start over. And right now, Portland is at that time. Is he going to Miami? That's where he wants to go. That's where his agent said he wants to be above all else that other teams shouldn't even acquire. But at the end of the day, he's still under contract and the organization needs to do what's best for the organization. Damian Lillard needs to do what's best for Damian Lillard. This has been another episode of It Is What It Is better known as the CBMK show. And until next time, we got to